Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're suffering hair loss from chemo, alopecia, or your hair is simply thinning out, I know exactly what you're going through. You see your scalp shining through and you're terrified you're going bald? Ugh, that is not a good feeling. But the good news is we found each other and I'm here to help you with all of that. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist and the owner of Very Best Little Hair House. I have been wearing wigs myself for over 20 years and I know firsthand wig shopping, along with the stigma and shame that goes along with hair loss, doesn't help, but I'm here to change that. I'm here to help you feel inspired, educated, and empowered about everything alternative hair. From the shame and stigma, all the way to wigs, toppers, why not all wigs are created equal. I have so much to say and so much to share with you, and I am excited that you're here. So take a deep breath, feel the love I'm sending your way. It's time to find and love yourself again. Let's do this. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah, very best little hair house, bringing you some VBLHH magic and vibe to wherever you are. And thank you for listening. This episode today, I am titling Going, Going Blonde. And we're going to talk about changing color. And if you've seen the Very Best Little Hair House social media and you go back a ways, especially on the Instagram, you will see I have pictures of myself in all different styles, all different colors. And one of the reasons I did that was, number one, to stretch myself as far as getting used to things, because I like to see it from the client's viewpoint. And myself, along my journey, it took me quite a long time to get away from anything dark. My hair naturally was a dark brown, Italian-American background, and so I really felt only comfortable in browns and maybe some reds thrown in. And although I would go pretty bold on the reds, I never really went past that until I have the shop. And another reason that I did it was because I didn't have anybody to model the wigs. So I kind of did it myself. And I tried to show what a regular person can look like in all different styles and all different colors. And I'll tell you, when you look at that feed, it might look deceivingly easy. Every time I change colors or styles, I have a little bit of an adjustment process myself. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Some of the steps you can take to proactively get yourself used to expanding your horizons. Because the whole world is open to you. That's the thing with alternative hair. Now, most women want to stick with a color because that's what they feel comfortable with, but you can have fun with this. I mean, what better way to do it and to expand your wardrobe with different alternative hair? But I get it. It's not always easy. And I'll tell you, going to the blonde color was one of the most difficult things as far as confidence And I'll tell you, as soon as compliments started to roll in, I got over it pretty quick. And that's what I'm hoping for you, too. And on a previous episode, I think I mentioned looking too good. 
And let me explain that to you. Looking too good is the term that I came up with to describe the feeling that I think I see. I know I have it myself, and I see it especially when someone goes from hair loss to a wig. I mean, quite frankly, they haven't looked that good in a while. And looking good can call attention to you. And if you're a little bit uneasy, like I am not, I mean, despite having this podcast or might you know, how I am in the shop one-on-one. I'm extremely shy as far as that goes. So when you aren't used to getting noticed, sometimes that can make you a little uneasy. And then though, once you hang with it, you get used to it, you know, you'll get over that. And that's what I hope for you. Looking too good is not a bad thing, but it does take a little bit of adjustment. And on the average, I can say about 10 minutes. Like whether it's in my shop or whether I'm at home, it takes me a good 10 minutes from the time I put a wig on to the time where I'm like, yeah, okay, that does look like me. So there's so much mind stuff that goes into this. And if you let it control you, you know, you're probably going to wear the same color the rest of your life. And what other thing I think is crazy that we talk about this at the shop is women color their hair every day. Yet with alternative hair, the first thing I hear is, oh, people will know. And again, my answer to that is know what? Know that you look fabulous? Come on, really think about it. Time to end this shame and stigma. Have fun with it. The time for alternative hair is now. And that's what we're talking about today. So color is probably one of the biggest holdups I see. I see a lot of overthinking, and I'm just going to use this for an example. Like people, and I did it myself, with the dark colors. I see people fretting over the difference between a 1B and a 2, for example. You know, going to different lights and checking it out. And yeah, I get it because I'm like that too. However... You can get away with so much more. I mean, from the person helping you's viewpoint, I see women look good in so many things, and they just don't always allow themselves to be open to the possibility. So that's what I'd like to encourage you to do. You know, I hear, well, I can't wear that all of the time. And you know what? You certainly can Okay, the first step to changing color or style, number one, is to decide to do it. Now, that sounds easy, but once you decide, you might have some waffling back and forth on that. The main thing to remember is that once you decide you're going to do it, remember that. You know, make that commitment in your head. And once you accept it, which isn't always easy, then it makes it easier to go out the door. And I think that it is a little bit of self-sabotage sometimes. When I change colors or styles, sometimes I will think things like, well, who are you that you would wear that long of a hair or that light of a blonde or whatever? Thoughts like that might enter your mind. The trick is to not let it control you and just proceed. Second thing, I talked about this before, get used to your new look at home. When I change style or color, like I said, it's a shock. You get used to it by seeing yourself in different mirrors, and the best place to do that is at home. And 
I tell this to everybody, whether you're a beginner or advanced, get used to your new look at home. In front of the mirror, if you take some time, not only get used to a color, but you can maybe make your lace front bangs, frame your face the way you want. Sometimes you can do a lot of fine tuning in the at home period. And then when you get used to it, when you feel comfortable to how you look, then go out of the house. Third thing, Sometimes it's easier to change incrementally instead of going for an entire overhaul. So it would be difficult, I think, for most people, although there are a few brave souls, I've seen it, that go from dark right away to blonde. Easier is to just go up a shade or look for like a blended color with your color family in it that maybe is a little lighter, a little more red, especially if change doesn't come easy to you. Sometimes going incrementally is the way to go. And one of the other things that I used to do is if you find something on sale, that's even more incentive for me to try it. Like if you're going to try a new color, sometimes it's easiest if you try it with something that wasn't, you know, like as much as you would spend on your daily wig. So that's a tip there. Again, repeated, give yourself time to make the adjustment You can make the switches. Like I said, it takes a little bit. Also, I think there is like some mind thing behind it because, you know, we help a lot of actresses and I hear about how you have to like get into character for your role. And it's almost like that. You know, when you're doing a major change, give yourself that time and allow yourself to get used to it. And the last thing, tell yourself again, yes, you can do this. I swear to God, you can expand your capacity for beauty. Staying the same is comfortable, but there is a world of styles and colors out there. I mean, have fun with it. Like I said, you can try your ultra blondes. And one of the benefits of doing the blondes and the ultra blondes with the wig is you're going to save yourself time and the chemicals on your hair. Plus, the wig generally lasts longer. Like when people are thinking about the cost of a good wig, I always remind them of this. Anybody with gorgeous hair spends a little bit of money on it. And I'm not making a statement as far as budget or whatever. You can look good at every price point. But I see so many women have the hardest time spending money on themselves. So that's the other thing I'd like to encourage you to do. Self-care is not a luxury, okay? Just like on the airlines when they tell you you got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help anybody else out, you've got to take care of yourself. And life is short. You are meant to enjoy yourself. When you splurge on yourself, the rewards will have ripple effects throughout your life. I have seen, you know, when people get the right hair, they become more confident, they go on to lose weight, you know, they get a job they were afraid to. So when you take care of how you feel on the inside as well as the outside and do something for yourself, the rewards are great. Back to getting a expensive cut and color. You have to do that every three months. Now, when you see a woman with gorgeous red carpet hair, 
I'm going to guess that unless she's really good, it didn't come out of a box. Not everybody goes to the expensive salon, but if you look at it this way, you go to a good salon, you've got your cut, you've got your color, you've got your tip. Then with good hair, you're into the products to maintain that color. So if you look at it that way, I think it makes it easier. And I've heard clients say if they think about it this way, it makes it easier to get okay with spending on themselves, which is what you want to do with your daily hair. Um, you can get wigs at every price point, but I am telling you from my own experience, if you are working up close, one-on-one -on -one with people on high-def camera, the confidence you can get from knowing your look is good is so worth it. Okay, so I guess that's it for this week's episode. Hopefully, I said something that you got out of this hopefully getting you over any hump or any fears. And if you'd like some alternative hair alchemy of your own, I am starting to do video sessions. And for the first 25 people, it will be at a special rate. Send me a message. Find us through the website, www.verybestlittlehairhouse.com. We have a Facebook page. We also have a group, Wise Wig Advice and Solutions, Very Best Little Hair House. I'm at the Hair House on Instagram and at Deborah the Wig Lady on Twitter. So until next week, don't be afraid to put yourself first. Your outside beauty, it's okay if you want it to match the inside. Treat yourself like you would your own kid or your best friend and feel the love I'm sending your way. Until next week, bye-bye. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.